The Rich Eisen Show. Put it all together. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Kyrie Irving decides, you know what? I don't think I'm going to get that money elsewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll just go back. Durant says, you know what? I'm out. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll just go back. Today's guests. Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith. 15-time hot dog eating contest champion, Joey Chestnut. Four-time Oscar nominee, author and director, Michael Mann. Patriot safety, Devin McCourty. Senior NBA insider for The Athletic, Sham Sharania. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles, California. Hey, YouTube streamers. Good to see you here. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show is how you can watch us if you're listening to us on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network coast to coast. Thanks to our friends at Westwood One Cumulus podcast network is what puts our podcasts out we say hello to those listening whenever they darn well please the podcast is available where all podcasts can be acquired odyssey streams us live day to day year uh, year in and year out now um and to those out there who have been hopping in our four five seven chat room and also tweeting us at rich eisen show or talking to us uh we are going to be back on sirius xm radio in short order our move from peacock to roku also moved us off of Sirius XM, the station that we've been on, uh, and we are finding a new home, and that's going to happen in short order, and we greatly appreciate everyone's patience. Again, we're moving to Roku in September, um, and we're very excited about that because it's going to be streaming free on all Roku devices, as well as Samsung Smart TV, Fire TV. And for anybody who wants to stream us from a desktop, that is your right as well. We're very excited about the future of the Rich Eisen Show and thrilled that you're here with us here on a very busy Wednesday. We're five wide on our guest list, but three wide as always here in studio. Uh, across from me, Chris Brockman, good to see you, sir. What's How up, are you? Rich? What's hanging, brother? I am doing well. Jason Feller is sitting in for hey. DJ Mikey D, is in D's nuts. And then the uh, the snapping <laughs> of the lighting of the candle, that's uh, TJ Jefferson. Good to see you over there, sir. It's How are you? good to be seen, Rich. Good to be seen. Very good. What a what a Subway Series finale last night. Were you locked into it as much as I was Bro, last I night? I was like, I what told game, you. huh? I last year I would have turned that game off. I would have been like, "This game's over." But that top you got of a the great night, team, man. The Mets are a really, really good bases baseball loaded. Team. You had to be feeling it a little. I bit. was f- feeling it. Oh my god, I was living and dying with every pitch. That was a hell of a baseball game yeah. and a great atmosphere with Yankee and Met fans all, you know, mixed up with one another. And the teams are just, uh, you know, the Yankees are are, are not. Uh, the better team right now, but they were the last two nights. Know, you guys seem like you're turning it around. I don't know. We, sh- we shall see. We shall see. What's and baseball? Is that a, is that a sport? That's <laughs> I know. That, it's a that? game I with know. a ball and a bat. Oh, weird. I've never heard of it. I know. I know. I know. The Red Sox are deep buried. <laughs> That's bizarre. Deep and buried. Well, the, Terry Francona has his Cleveland Guardians atop the uh, division. In the American League Central now. I, so. I really haven't beer. cared about baseball this deep into the season for in about while. three, four years well, now. Well, welcome so. back to that, yeah, sir. Thank you. Welcome Thanks for back having to me. that. Let's go back. Um, so uh, on this program, we've got five guests. Uh, Devin McCourty, um, who is the, I guess, the longest lasting McCourty twin. He wins the, the last longer contest right. <laughs> in the tournament known as the National Football like League. Like hands on hard body? Uh, he'll, be, he'll be joining us from uh, New England uh, practice. In Las Vegas. Is that the case, huh? That's where they are. And that's where they are, in Vegas, baby. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, a lot of people have uh, uh, Patriots on the brain in Vegas, and we'll get to that in a second, not just because of who's practicing there. Sham Sharania will join us and uh, tell us what, what happened in that meeting with the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant and the owner and his uh, wife and the... Uh, General manager and the coach that Kevin Durant apparently said had to go for him to stay, and they're not gone, and neither is he. What do they tell him? Like, what what deal does one strike to get him back in the fold? Hook, line, and sinker. What do you what do you do? Because they didn't touch his contract. They said it's a partnership. Did they enter like a, a TV deal with with his group? I have no idea. But they used the boardroom logo. Yeah, on the that's team the partnership. I know. Hey, yeah, I noticed that. So. I'm just wondering what what in the world happened there. Yeah, sure. Why not? That is the phrase as well. <laughs> the rallying cry of the 2022 2023 
Brooklyn Nets, as we said yesterday. I a t-shirt when, soon. When Kyrie's like, all right, I'll lock back in. And Durant's <laughs> like, I want out. And I'm not coming back unless the coach and general manager are gone. Okay, the coach and general manager are gone. So I'm thinking of retiring. And then I will deny that I'm not ever going to retire. And then I'm just going to come back. <laughs> Very Costanza-like, Thus, Rich. <laughs> with Ben Simmons and everything going on there, that's the new uh, rallying cry for the 2022 2023 Brooklyn Nets. I sent uh, that video of uh, our releasing the sh- yeah sure why yeah, not, sure. Why not? Uh, phrase to uh, to Bobby Cannavale. Oh, nice. He's very he's very I think he's very pleased with himself and very pleased that we have yeah, one of his finer moments. It, that, um, yeah. he always has one or two. Yeah. So um, at any rate, so Shams will be joining us in hour number three. In uh, in just about 15 minutes time, Arthur Smith's going to join us, and it's always an interesting chat with the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Not only because, um, you know, he, he just always shoots you straight. He, he, he has come out in the front door, uh, I think the last time we, we chatted on this show, he thinks every single question I have has some sort of uh, mechanism within to trap him into saying something that I want to click for. Like a hidden meaning? Yeah. Like you're fishing? Like right. I, I don't know what, I, what he it is, is. He has flat out said, yeah. you know. So um, we approached that. Interview. Um, we're going to tread lightly, to use the phrase of our Monday guest, Vince Gilligan. Should we just ask him what he thought of the plot of Castaway? Uh, no. Okay. I imagine. <laughs> is, that, is that in reference to the fact that he's from the FedEx family, the yes. FedEx founders family? Yeah. I think that's, that, that, it's too many dots to connect there. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I'm glad that you connected those. I mean, it's just a fascinating <laughs> story with him. Is that, know, you know, amazing. I mean. He could do whatever he wants. He did not have to go this route. I mean, nope. he, the grind and the slog of becoming an NFL head, head coach. coach like, I know. Did not have to do that. He did not. <laughs> could have taken a desk job. He could be know. the Wolf of Nothing. Wall Street. He could literally be on a beach right now. <laughs> but he's not. As a matter of fact, he's getting ready for the uh, opener against the New Orleans Saints. How about that as a first, uh, first up? Falcons Saints. One of the best rivalries in the NFL that nobody talks about. They do not like you. They certainly do not. (laughs) not. Um, And Desmond Ritter looks really good, man. So we're going to talk to him about his rookie quarterback and the decision to go to Marcus Mariota and Kyle Pitts, year two for him. Arthur Smith's coming up shortly. Also on this program, the... This book in my hand uh, that everyone on YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show can see, Heat 2. It is a novel that is the sequel to the 1995 hit movie Heat, and the author is the director of Heat, Michael Mann. At age 79, he's got the best-selling novel on planet Earth. He also directed the pilot of Tokyo Vice on HBO Max that's been picked up for season two, and he's over in Italy right now directing the movie Ferrari with Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz and Shailene Woodley and an all-star cast. Wow. And he's going to... Join us on this program to talk about why write this book. And we're going to play a Heat celebrity, true or false, with him, Chris, that a lot of some of your questions will get answered. Oh, can't wait. Pacino, De Niro stories, it's all coming up. I was watching a little Heat the other night. In hour number two. And then uh, top of hour two, don't miss this. But uh, as we mentioned yesterday on this program, um, we wanted to talk about the hot dog beer straw guy with the man who is the all-time champion hot dog consumer. And I don't mean purchasing. I mean, he literally chows them down in two bites. The great Joey Chestnut will be on this program to give us his thoughts on some Yankee fan using a hot dog as a straw and if that is a foul of some sort. And yes... As we discussed on this program yesterday, uh, Rich Eisen Show digital coordinating producer Sean Mitchell did, in fact, attempt to do this with a Dodger dog in Dodger Stadium last night. And yes, Jason Feller, you did, after calling this a genius move, attempt it yourself uh, on the porch of your beautiful, um, I guess, South Bay manse. Yeah, I've uh, certainly been enlightened. Okay, very good. So we'll have that all for you on this program. Man, I was going down some of Joey Chestnut stuff real quick, Rich. He has 55 world eating records. Eggs, asparagus, donuts, tacos, hot dogs, meat pies. 
gyros, fish tacos, pepperoni rolls, burritos, gumbo. This guy ate 1.8 gallons of gumbo in eight minutes. You guys understand what that does to your insides? Uh, I can only imagine. I he's can amazing. only imagine. He's, one, he's maybe our greatest athlete alive right Do I now. ask? You can have Giannis. You can have Tom Brady nice. and LeBron. Nice. You can have Connor McDavid, anyone doing CrossFit, any of that. Give me Joey Chestnut. <laughs> okay. What if it's a new game fantasy team? New fantasy team name, Joey Chestnut's colonoscopy. Put it in there. <laughs> it's gonna, like a box of chocolates. Are we going to start doing you major never, league eating you fantasy? You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> okay. So, um... Let's just hit on this subject matter because Derek Carr touched upon it yesterday. The quarterback of my oh. Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Quarterback of my Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, he's got his boy blue back. Old school. Devontae Adams, the two Fresno State Bulldogs getting together in Las Vegas as they've apparently wanted to do. For quite some time, his brother David came on this program and said that they've been talking about it for years. And it almost happened a couple years ago, which was a nice little eyebrow razor for those in Wisconsin. But it's happened. They're there. And so is Chandler Jones. And so is Josh McDaniels. And I think the world of the Raiders opportunity this year. And I think they're going to snatch that AFC West brass ring. I don't know what they'll do with it, how far they'll go. But I think they're going to win this division. And... Um, and certainly this team has had a nice little go of it right now. Thank you. A nice mm-hmm. little go of it right now because last year was such a year of upheaval with Gruden, uh, with uh, Henry Ruggs, with the way that they made the playoffs, <laughs> with that last-second field goal to knock the Chargers out, even though a tie would have put them both in to almost knocking off the Bengals in Cincinnati in the playoffs in a game where there was a touchdown that was allowed even though Joe Burrow was kind of out of bounds. And then Mike Mayock gets fired, then Rich Passaccia is not retained, then Josh McDaniels arrives, and then everything that has happened since then is allowing me to feel, all right, this is the team in the AFC West. And then comes, I can't believe I'm saying this, Dana White. (laughs) Along comes Dana White and the Gronk cast of the UFC 278 right there in Las Vegas, Nevada. And um, Dana White reveals he was brokering a deal for Brady and Gronk to go to Las Vegas. And Brady was even shopping for homes until Gruden backed out at the last minute or got cold feet or didn't want to do it. And um, even I who is high on Derek Carr and the Raiders, was saying, what was Gruden thinking? What was Gruden thinking? Because it's the same thing with, just in my profession, like for any announcer who's dreamt of calling an NFL game and hearing that Amazon was creating Thursday Night Football for itself or taking Thursday Night Football for itself and creating a new, completely new platform for Thursday Night Football, and they reach out to Amazon saying, I'd like to, I'd like to call Game 3, please. Then you find out Al Michaels is the one that they choose. You're like, oh, okay, I can understand that. Now, I don't think you refer to him as that MFer, but, you know, that's the similar situation. Brady's available. It's just like, oh, okay, I get that. Unless he's taking your job, that's a different situation. And now Derek Carr, after everything I just set up, He was a leader, a team leader with everything that happened last year. And now everything is like smooth sailing and all of a sudden comes, yeah, you know, the Raiders were all set to move on from you a couple years ago. That's something that can rattle a cage, can it? But not Derek Carr's. I mean, it it is what it is. Uh, You know, for me, like, I didn't even hear about it. Uh, We actually had within the building someone lost a family member so like i was so immersed in that and just talking to that person and that kind of stuff that uh, it really was 
it, it was a moment to really put things in perspective. Like, it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Um, at the end of the day, anything I say will just be blasted out there. So I'm just going to completely remove myself and just keep trying to play football. It's been nice just answering football questions. Uh, you know, and hopefully, hopefully no more drama in the city. That's what, that's what I hope. That's what he hopes, you know. And by the way, for those listening on the radio, that was not Cole Hauser from Yellowstone. That was <laughs> Derek Carr. By the way. Sounds just like him, doesn't it? <laughs> Sounds just like him. Literally, I heard that soundbite just a couple minutes ago. Mike Hoskins, our CP, played, played it for us uh, beforehand. I'm like, who does that sound like? That's really good. Rip, baby. That sounds just like Rip. Sounds just like Rip. That's and that a- sounds just like Derek Carr. Yes. But smart move. I'm not going to add a single ounce to this news cycle. Nope. I'm not going to do any of that. I was too immersed in being a good human to even now wade into the deep waters with the undertow known as the 24-7 sports news conversation cycle to even pay that any mind. And it makes sense because what's he going to say? Gruden's gone. Mayock's gone. Brady's won a championship. He's still down in there in Tampa. He's got Devontae Adams, and he's got Darren Waller. By the way, could you imagine a Darren Waller, Rob Gronkowski, two tight end set at the disposal of Thomas Edward Brady? Can you tell me what that would look like? Why are you doing that What would that look like? Why are you doing Well, I mean, not to bring up the past, but they had a similar situation in New England, and they went to the Super Bowl. I understand what you're saying. So... I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. skill sets. Oh, my God, is all I'm saying. Yeah. It would have been But, yeah, but, been but, 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 Derek Carr is still there. They got McDaniels. They got the guy who was Brady's play caller. I know. They got Brady's play caller for Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, and they have Waller, and they've got Hunter Renfro. They're set. So what else does he have to say? Derek, that's why I'm here for you. Hit it, please. What were they really thinking? Now, this is where I normally say what I think somebody's thinking. Derek Carr truly could be believing what he's saying and thinking what he did, in fact, say. That does sound like a Derek Carr thing. But just in case he does have a little bit of this in him, Derek Carr would like to say the following. Are you kidding me? (laughs) How many times do I have to prove myself around here, folks? Okay. I understand I don't have all the rings of Tom Brady. I understand I haven't really done very much around here when you compare my resume to Tom Brady's or Rodgers or any of these so-called elite quarterbacks. But when it comes down to putting points on the board, you now got me my guy from college who, I might add, helped me become a second-round draft choice for this team. And even with Jack Del Rio, Mr. Dust-Up himself, I was an MVP candidate before my leg got snapped in half. I've been there and I've done it. And guess what I'm going to do here for you, Las Vegas? I'm going to take the pieces that are still around because Gruden did believe in me. And he looked at me and maybe he thought I was Nathan Peterman for a second, but I'm Derek Carr. And I'm going to lead this team to a championship. With my guy, Devante, and my guy, Hunter, and my guy, Darren. What do you want from me? I'm part of the community. I'm part of this team. I'm here for you. And I've survived all of it. They still haven't got me here in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm here. He's not. Deal with it. And see. Do you think that's what Derek Carr is really thinking? Probably not. Okay. It seems like he's way too nice. Yeah, no. Not at all. You <laughs> that's just the New Yorker to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's literally what, what's happening. And I, want, I, I, I want good things for Derek. So do I. Yeah. So do I. So do I. But I mean, wow. That I can't wait to whenever Gruden does talk, that's a great question to ask him. What were you really thinking? What happened? Oh, man, I'd love to know. So would, I guess, the realtor that thinks I'm going to get a nice percentage from selling a house to Brady. <laughs> then what? The Bunch and Brady. That person, was, that person might have been the most disappointed of all. Two and a half, two and a half percent commission what? on that Brady yeah. house. Baby. What's the commission off a $30 million dollar estate in uh, Vegas? I'm going to get to put that on my website? Sell the house to Brady? No, 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 Rich. You're uh. forgetting the better half. 
Let's take Giselle. a break here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. When uh, we come back, Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, will be here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Arthur Smith, Atlanta Falcons head coach here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. You tell me if this is too simple a line to draw, but you are you came from the Tennessee Titans, offensive coordinating an offense that had Tannehill at the controls. Do you see Mariota with that similar skill set running that same type of offense uh, as, well, as well? Do you see that, well, Arthur? We've evolved, you know. I think you, we have some core beliefs, but we're going to continue to evolve. And so when Marcus walked in here, it wasn't the playbook from 2019 when we were together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've advanced, and I think you got to play the strengths of your, of your team and your players, you know, around those core beliefs, no different than we did in Tennessee. They're, they're two different players, but certainly there's some things we can do uh, with his skill set, moving and, and whatnot that we're excited about. Do you find that, I mean, do you ever sit back and just wonder how things work about how – here you are with Mariota in Atlanta. You're the HC. He's now your QB1. Does that ever strike you, Arthur? Well, I'm not the most nostalgic person. I mean, only one day. Um, you know, when I, I can look back on some things. I mean, I, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's cool. I mean, that's why all relationships along the way, whether you're on your way up or way down, it, it, relationships matter. And um, you never know. I mean, life comes full circle sometimes. I thought you don't get nostalgic about our conversations. You don't sit around saying, I haven't spoken to Rich in a while. Only when, when uh, David tells me that uh, I got a chance to come on, then I'm like, yeah, well, I enjoy going on here, so <laughs> see what he's selling, and yeah, here we are. And I always do appreciate that. So what about you in terms of self-evaluating yourself from year one to year two as a head coach? What, what do you, did you glean from that and are bringing into year two for yourself, Arthur Smith? Absolutely. There's a ton of things you learn along the way, you know, things that um, you learn, you know, how the building operates, uh, what, you know, that you learn a lot about the players that, that are already here at, uh, that you're coaching. And, and, the, and there's just so much, even the first time going through a training camp and setting up the season and what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, certainly this camp's been a lot different than last year's camp, and we'll continue to look at it every year. And so what about, uh, is there anything specific to last year? You made a note, like, okay, I'm going to be better at this sure. next year. What do you got for me, Arthur? Well, certainly, um, you know, we had our reasons why, but, you know, we didn't play guys in the preseason, and whether that's the perfect answer or not, you mm-hmm. know, that's a debate around the league. But, 
you got to do what's best for your own team and where you're at. And you evaluate that every year. And where we're at right now with some of the youth we have, um, we felt it's been necessary for our guys to get out there and play to get ready to, to go. What's uh, the scoop with Drake London? How's he doing right now? Doing good. Doing well. <laughs> okay. Is he going to be out there week one, do you think, for you? Rich, I'm not. A, I'm not a, I'll let you guys do the prediction. Uh, I just, you know, listen to the advice of our medical team, mm-hmm. and we'll see where it goes. Can I can I help you out with that answer, Coach? Because I like leaving you in a better you spot. Try. Can I do that? See, see how good you are. That was, uh, that was a very. There was an opportunity for you to use one of my favorite coaching cliches, and you 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 could have used it, and I would have been very appreciative of it. What's your, what's your favorite one? I don't have a crystal ball. You know, you could have used yeah, that. Right you know, that there. one gets played too much. I just kind you of, think so? Do you, yeah, you've been yeah, around the be coaching easy. ranks. Have you ever seen a coach with a crystal ball? Have you ever seen a crystal ball? And a coach? I have not. Yeah. Okay, there I have you go. Not. So nobody does have, in fact, have that. Somebody okay. might. Okay. Somebody might. Okay. There's some characters in this business, Rich, so somebody might. Never know. You never know. Okay, so uh, what is your thinking on uh, the new emphasis, apparently, that's being placed on illegal contact down the field? We had the former head of NFL refs, Mike Pereira, and the lead Fox rules analyst, on our show, and he's he he was giving our fans a heads up. Look for a ton of flags, maybe away from the play um, that uh, the league wants thrown that did not get thrown last year. What are, what's your two cents on that subject matter, Arthur Smith? Well, again, Mike's a good guy to do that because he gets paid to talk about the rules. Like I can I can complain or, or agree or disagree, and it's it's a wasted energy when they ask you you know our opinion. I'll give it to them. But once they make the rules, we're going to try to. You know, you coach understanding what the emphasis is at. So it's a wasted energy whether I agree or disagree with that. All I care about, tell me what the rules are so I can coach it the right way. You're in, you're, you, so you're, you're basically in midseason mode right now with me. I feel like that's. Well, I'm ready to go, Rich. <laughs> so what is it? What, okay, then give me, your, give me your mindset for a game day then. Like when you say you're ready to go, what, what is, how do you get ready to go? Like what's your Well, it's every day. Process, you man. Know, when you come into work, you know, thankful for the opportunity. I mean, I, I think the longer, you know, sometimes I think players and coaches, you get jaded the longer you're in this business sometimes. So you fight how lucky you really are to get to work in the NFL. And so I remind, it's about perspective. I remind myself. So when I come in here, I'm, I'm excited every day. Uh, this team's fun to coach. Um, we got Jacksonville here practicing with us today. Excited about that. And just the progress, continue to try to make progress. So that's really why is, I'm ready to go because every day I'm thankful I get the opportunity to come do this. Okay, and so you will plan on your final preseason game to play your guys as much as you're you're able. Is that because I'm just well, trying to say it's it's we've already played our guys, and you know some guys will make a decision on how these next couple of days go. But last year I didn't get any of those uh, veterans and presumed starters reps, and I you know philosophically I. You know, we knew why at the time and where we were at with the roster of them, with all the young guys we had that hadn't had any experience, maybe overestimated with some others. So we take the team this year, and, you know, we wanted to get them ready to play. And we've done two joint practices. We've had two preseason games. And then I'll assess at the end of the week, whether preseason three, whether we need to play everybody or not. And a lot of it will depend on how the rest of this week goes. Do you ever get a, a little, uh, you know, look or a high sign from – Arthur Smith before uh, from Arthur Blank before a Saints game, no. which is the way you no, no. you never get one no, of those. We communicate like... all the time. He's been unbelievable to, to work for. Um, love working for him and Rich McKay, but you know we talk, communicate, and uh, he's been terrific. But there's is there do you circle the Saints game? Do you do that sort of thing like college? Do you do that sort of thing, Coach? Uh, you know I just look at what's in front of us, and you know it's such a long season. They're all big, and that's a, that's the beauty of the NFL. It's how important every game is. Uh, we know they're a terrific team. They got a lot of they, they got a lot of good talent. They they're going to be a pain up front. So we'll have our work cut out when uh, New Orleans comes in here. But we're excited. We're, we're ready to get out there and compete. We got to again. I don't want to jump too far ahead because we got Jacksonville first. Coach, look, I appreciate the call. I always appreciate you taking my call um, and chopping it up with me. And um, and I appreciate the support of this program. And um, as always, I appreciate it. Thank you for the call. No, I appreciate you having me. I love coming on here. You know, it's a good thing. Do you ever have Mike Brable on here? Uh, I have. 
had Vrabel on. Why? Yeah, ask him about his predictions. He may have a crystal ball. So why don't you ask him? I'd love to hear what his answer would be if you ask him if he's got a crystal ball. He told me once to take my heart pills and buckle up. That's what he told me. That was the... (laughs) You should ask him. I should have him on. Say that... I told you he had a crystal ball because he, he loves predictions. Okay, I will yeah, say that. I will definitely say that yeah. to him. And, and sometimes I, I think he rolls his eyes when he sees my phone call because I'm a Michigan guy. I think that's a problem. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But I just love to know what his response is going to be. He's a grudge holder, I think. Certainly, <laughs> he doesn't want to hear from me after last November either. So maybe not. But I'll definitely do that. I'll do that. Coach, oh, I appreciate that, Rich. take care, man. Be well, and we'll chat, we'll chat during the season. Thank you, Coach. That's appreciate great. it. That's, that's Arthur Smith, everybody. Atlanta Falcons head coach, already in mid-season mode. He really is. He's got, yeah. I mean, he just. He's locked in. He shut every door I tried to open. I know. You did a good job. Did I? I'm just trying to pump you up. I feel like I I went through a 12-round fight. (laughs) A lot of rejections. So it's like high school for you again? A lot of Dikembe's? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Like high school. Wow. You know what? I uh, take offense to that. You should. (laughs) But. Highly accurate. <laughs> I'm not saying I was Casanova. I'm just saying. I was the Archie Griffin of my high school. Double high. Yeah. Back to back Heisman's. Yeah. Hey man. It is it is funny that Mariota was the guy in Tennessee and then they got Tannehill and Tannehill became the guy in Tennessee. And it went so well that Arthur Smith became a coaching commodity. And now there he is in Atlanta where they knocked on the door of Deshaun Watson. Right? Yep. Now that's a door he would have slammed in my face in two seconds flat. (laughs) Because even he, when I said to him, like Desmond Ritter, because he said I'm coaching him really hard, he can handle it. I want to know, like, how how can you... I can uh, take the coaching. Right. And he's like, I'm not, you know, criticizing others. I'm like, no, I don't think you are. So how do you think you would have handled the Deshaun Watson conversation? So they go and knock on Deshaun Watson's door. As we all know, Deshaun takes the Cleveland door. And I'm sure Atlanta is kind of happy about that based on how we're seeing how that's all played out in Cleveland. You don't think they'd like to have Matt Ryan back? I don't think that was a fit any longer, sir. Best player in the history of their franchise. I don't think that was a fit any longer, cap-wise and roster-wise. And if I was Matt Ryan, I would have wanted to swing from one vine to another as well. Because I don't believe Atlanta, with all due respect to what Arthur Smith and... No one's expecting them to make this. And and the rest of the Falcons organization is cooking up. I don't think they're going to be in line to win a championship for at least another year or two. And that might even be an aggressive timeline. Yeah. And also just like, you know, Matt's close friends with Matthew Stafford and just seeing what he did going from the lions to, to finding a new home in LA and immediately had uh, success. They won the super bowl as we all know. So, you know, I, I, I don't blame Matt Ryan for doing right. what, he, what he did, but I'm just saying, you know, kind of forced his hand too by them or flirting with Deshaun Watson. Right. And and with um Ridley out and Gage gone yeah. and Drake London now there and Pitts now there and Cordero Patterson clearly going to be the the engine of that offense. Yeah. And what Smith built in Tennessee with Tannehill, now he's got a quarterback in Mariota who can do the same thing, which is, hey, it's inside the 10. You have no idea. Is he going to keep it? Is he going to throw it? Now, Patterson is not Derrick Henry, but he's uh, quite the... Load. Well, he's, he, he's quite the... He's, he's a big guy, but he's also the Swiss Army knife. You have no idea what he's going to do either. This is, I think, a much less predictable offense than what Atlanta was throwing out there last year where Ryan was getting his ass hit and pounded. I think it's worked out for everyone. I think so, yeah. And um, I just think it's interesting that Arthur Smith's now an HC and look who he's giving an opportunity to be the number one quarterback again in the NFL. And Mariota could do this. He could tell Desmond Ritter, you're, you're, you're not going anywhere. 
you could just think I'm crazy, but the NFL works this way. He could turn uh, Ritter into Jordan Love if he performs the way that he can, and obviously the weapons need to step up and stay healthy. He doesn't have a crystal ball about Drake London. <laughs> I think Drake London could be a monster. I think so, too. Kyle Pitcher looked good in the first uh, couple drives there against the Jets on Monday. So, you know, we'll see. Let's take a break here. The PGA Tour had a press conference to announce their new changes. And many of their changes sound very familiar. Not just because of what they appear to be copying, but also that the changes were requested by people who are no longer on the PGA Tour. Which matter bring, bringing about the changes we're talking about. That's all coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen Show before we have a whole load of guests coming on the other end. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, as well as YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Callaway has a family of golf balls called, pardon me, Chrome Soft. The great Chrome Soft family of golf balls by Callaway. They didn't just make the best players better. It's made everyone better. Men, women, first-time major winners, repeat major winners, club champions, business golfers. The Chrome Soft family is the best tour performance for every type of performance. Starting with the regular Chrome Soft, which is designed for the widest range of golfers who want better feel, more distance, incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for more workability, that's the Chrome Soft X. That's for you. Excellent spin consistency, tour-level short game control. The Chrome Soft XLS finally gives you a lower spin golf ball and longer shots, firmer feel, still within a high spin around the greens. Basically, when you add it all up, it's pretty simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to have a conversation with us. The uh, director, Michael Mann, He wrote uh, Heat 2, the sequel, and also a little bit of a prequel. So this novel, Heat 2, is not only picking up where Heat left off, which is the the Val Kilmer character, as you remember, Chris Chihurlis. He gets away. Spoiler alert. And uh, he's holed up in Koreatown, all banged up. And Vincent Hanna, the... Al Pacino character begins the search for him. So it's kind of like Better Call Saul, where it's a prequel, the story that leads up to Heat, as well as what happens after Heat. That's Heat 2, and that's why this novel 
Michael Mann wrote it along with the author Meg Gardner. That's why this is the number one bestseller on planet Earth. Number one on the New York Times bestseller list. And uh, we've got a great heat celebrity true or false for him that you're going to love, Chris. No question about that. Very excited. That's coming up in hour number two, as is Joey Chestnut. (laughs) That's why I love this show. Michael Mann (laughs) and Joey Chestnut. Michael Mann as well. I mean, I could have spent an entire hour with him. I Zoomed with him. It's going to be a great conversation that you'll see. Um, Do you know, he, he wrote for Starsky and Hutch. The TV show? Yes. Police Story, which was the um, Angie Dickinson-fronted police television show. Vegas, he created Vegas. Dan Tana, Robert Urich, he wow. created that show. Crime Story, he wrote and executive produced, and he was also the EP on Miami Vice. Jeez. So he's clearly been into the cop um, genre. He also, though, directed some brilliant movies, Last of the Mohican, uh, last of the Mohicans, he, he directed The Insider, which also started Al Pacino about the 60 Minutes story. Uh, Jeff Wigand was the, um, <clears throat> the guy who blew the whistle on the tobacco industry. Yeah. And um, he, he directed that. He also directed Ali. So there's some great Ali stories coming up. That's coming up in hour number two of this program. Yeah, he's a heavy hitter. So... We've been talking about this for weeks, ever since the Live Tour came into being and started poaching some bold-faced, big-time championship players from the PGA Tour, which appeared to be caught completely flat-footed, basically telling these guys, you're taking all that money from the Live Tour, don't expect to get your tour card back. And ever since then, the issues that Phil Mickelson put front and center that kind of got lost in the shuffle of his comments about the Saudi royal family and he's never going to join. He has problems joining the Live Tour because of their bad mofos and things of that nature and everything else he was saying around it that caused, as we learned subsequently, the PGA Tour to suspend him. It seems that all of the issues that Phil was bringing to the fore... The PGA Tour is addressed and is continued to addressing. The PGA Tour announced that top players from the PGA Tour are committing to compete in at least 20 events starting next season, including 12 elevated tournaments. What does that mean? Well, the purses are going to be 15 and 20 million bucks. That's still, you know, a mere bag of shells when you're talking about somebody getting a hundred million just to play just to join a tour but not everyone's getting that from the live tour but this is apparently what came out of that players only meeting we spoke about with alan shipnuck from the fire pit collective last week tiger woods and rory mcelroy hosted that players only meeting prior to the bmw championship last week and they've all rallied around each other And Rory McIlroy said, I'll read this quote here. We've all made a commitment to get together more often to make the product more compelling. When asked about how this is going to be affecting things moving forward with the Live Tour. Ready for this, Chris? Ready for this quote? What do we got? I don't have a crystal ball, he said. Nah, Rory. Is Rory going to coach in the NFL now? Is that what's happening? But I think everyone in that room felt this was the best way to move forward. And the PGA Tour members, the top players to be determined by something called the Player Impact Program, will commit to playing at least 20 events next season, including, you know, the Memorial, the uh, Players Championship, the Arnold Palmer, the Genesis that's out here in Los Angeles, the uh, Majors, as well as the Century TOC, and then the FedEx Cup Playoffs, the St. Jude, the BMW, and the Tour Championship. And uh, more money's coming. And there's also, get this, is there a team event that's coming up as well, Chris? Starting in 2024, Tiger and Rory have uh, had this new joint venture that they're uh, a tech-infused golf league that's going to take place in, like, football stadiums. It's basically kind of going to be, like, top golf on steroids with simulators, and it's going to be on Monday nights. It's kind of going to be awesome. Okay. So, as well, the PGA Tour is launching an earnings assurance program 
for fully exempt members guarantees a league minimum salary of $500,000 per player. Now, that's the floor, right? Yes, yeah, so that's like against winning. So that's kind of your basic you got to participate in 15 events to get that. Rookies yeah. and returning members are going to receive the money at the start of the season. So, hey, everybody. Yeah, kind of up front. All those folks that are joining the Live Tour and are guaranteed money, even if they finish 54th in the 54-hole event, there's no cut there. Here's some money. Yeah, guys are going to get 5000 if they even just if they miss a cut. Uh, and the tour is going to subsidize travel and tournament-related expenses for the players. And it's funny, you mentioned Phil. Like One of Phil Mickelson's biggest gripes against the tour is he claimed that uh, Jay Monahan and the tour were sitting on this big stockpile of cash that they weren't sharing with the players. And now, out of the blue, the tour has all this money to pump into the league, you know, pump into the events and, and create all these elevated events. And now we got the team thing coming. It's like, okay, so maybe Phil was right. <laughs> you know, Player impact program. So that's been going on for a couple of years now. It's basically, it's kind of like, Social media, interaction, guys who are helping grow the game. Uh, last year, I think Tiger uh, was in first and got a $10 million bonus. So I think that's being doubled now. From $50 million to $100 million. Yeah, and they're, in, and they're making it from the top 10 players to the top 20 players now. So that's another thing for guys to earn extra money throughout the year. So is that why Alan Shipnuck tweeted out today, Phil was right? Yeah, and it was funny. He responded to someone who was like, yeah, Phil was right, but he doesn't get to reap any of the rewards of this. And Alan Shipnack responded, Shakespearean. Jay Monahan was asked if uh, anybody who left for the Live Tour seeing all these changes says, you know what? That's, that's what I was looking for. So let me come back. Would he allow it? Here's his answer. Jay, if a player who has gone off to Live looked at this and says, this looks pretty good, would you lift the suspension and welcome him back? No. Why not? They've joined, they've joined the Live Golf Series, um, and they've made that commitment. And, they've, and for most of them, they've made multi-year commitments. So as I've been clear throughout, um, every player has a choice, and I respect their choice. Um, but they've made it. We've made ours. We're going to continue to focus on the things that we control and get stronger and stronger. And I think they understand that. Mm, their lawyers might not. And, and does he respect does their choice? Does he really <laughs> like, respect I, it? I don't really think that's true. but I think he should be forced to go higher register on that. <laughs> I respect it. Right. I don't think he respects their choice at all. At, at all. But he, banned them, he respects so. their purse. And knowing that there's no competing, like even all of this money that has been added, and I'm sure fans are sitting here, and it, it's just like when the baseball salaries started exploding, and you're a fan, and just like it's it's like you can't relate as a fan. You just can't relate as to all that money. Oh, great! So the people who are already flying around in their Lear jets are now going to get all this more money. They're they're being respected by the tour, you know. And, and now I'm going to root harder for these rich people because they're being enriched more. And it, it's a tough thing for a fan to swallow, but the bottom line that a fan has to understand is if this is what's going to keep them on the PGA Tour and that's the method of golf that you enjoy watching and the, the format of competition that you're used to or, for, or, or like watching or you're just an old-school individual, this is the way to keep them, I think, yep. because... The Saudis and Greg Norman might be sitting there thinking, oh, really? You're just adding that much? <laughs> Did you check out Aramco's second quarter profits? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> That's nothing. So if they, Liv wants to fight fire with fire, there's going to be a lot of money flowing. So we'll see what happens. I don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, but, yeah, and someone know, said it's so, just like the tour trying to buy loyalty, and like I think that's fine. Like, well, you, it's you, the, ha- you have to get all the best players in the same events. It's the same thing though that 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 Daryl Morey once said here when he was a, a, an in studio guest. I think he was still with the Rockets, and I said to him, you know, how do you 
deal with the fact that a player could just turn around and say, I want out and you have to oblige, even though the Nets just took a stand with Durant that was successful for them for the time being. And we'll talk to Sham Sharani about that in hour three as to what they told Durant to put that genie back in the bottle for the time being. But I asked Maury, how do you deal with that? And he's like, I love it because it's my job to make sure a player loves it here and my, with my organization so much, they'll never ask for the trade. Right. We'll win here and we treat you right. You'll, you don't want out. And I guess that's the way to do this here. Like, hey, we're going to make sure, like, yeah, $5,000 to miss a cut. Is that life-changing money for somebody that needs the tour to also provide child care services when the, 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 the player is on the road with their baby? Not so much. But if, you imp- if you're going to now say, we'll pick up your first-class travel for you, your spouse, your kid, we'll cover the ch- child care costs, we'll do that, and then suddenly that player spikes to a top 10, top 20 status, they'll remember, we assume, what happened on the way up that they were taken care of. And the live tour comes knocking, and it's just like, well, where were you when I was 150th in the world? And, you know, my, you know, my travel was picked up and I didn't have to worry about child care and I didn't have to worry about health care. Where were you? Now suddenly I'm good. You want to you enrich me? I'm with the PGA Tour. Maybe that's part of the process here. You know? So... That could be part of what the PGA Tour is doing here. But to fans in general, it's just f- funny money. It's just, I, I mean, yeah. It's a, so, so the player that used to get $10 million in the, in, the, in, the pip. in the PIP program, the player impact program, now you get $15 million because you're trying to grow the game. Oh, okay. Right. Now the, the, tourists, the, the pursers are now uh, $50 million more. Oh, okay. All I care about. All I care about is that the players don't leave and that the tournaments that I enjoy watching have the best players. Have the best players. Yeah, that's all I care about. But I'm just wondering if somebody, part of the Saudi royal family, or Greg Norman seeing these numbers and go, okay, you should have added another zero, pal. Because guess what we're going to do? And And, and they might do that. And so instead of growing the game, it's just growing bank accounts. And I don't know if fans really care. We just want to see the events that we love to see in the format that we've grown up loving and understand it does put the players to the ultimate test. Four rounds, 18 holes each. You got to make a cut, you know. I just want to see that filled up with all the bold-faced names and give me some great golf and – So the PGA Tour did what they had to do. We'll take a break when we come back in just less than a minute time right here on Odyssey and YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. The great Joey Chestnut.